The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. About the Zach open three. It's good. Got it! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. 85-66, BYU defeats Portland State. The Cougars have now won three in a row. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. Remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50 at papajohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah locations. Only two games tonight in top 25 action and Number 24, Houston, they, uh, they got themselves a scare tonight. LSU led most of this game. They had an eight-point lead with roughly 11 minutes to go in the second half, but the Houston Cougars have come back. They've rallied. They now lead by four, 78-74. Looks like they're going to remain unbeaten and go to 9-0 and on the season. There's 35 seconds left. And again, Houston with a four-point lead. One other final tonight, number 11, Texas Tech defeats Northwestern State, 79-44. to Besides BYU, the San Diego Toreros is the only other West Coast Conference team in action tonight. They are in Eugene taking on the Oregon Ducks. 15-56 to go in the second half. And the Ducks leading the Toreros by two, 39-37. Coming up next, we'll check in on the NBA. Your final tonight, 85-66, behind 30 points from TJ Haas. BYU gets the win. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with you. BYU gets the win. That's now three in a row. Cougars defeat Portland State 85-66. It's time for the Mountain America three-point recap for each three-pointer BYU makes. Mountain America donates $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made seven three-pointers for a total of $350, bringing the donation total to, for the season to $4,350. Let's check in on the NBA at the half in Sacramento, the Kings leading the Minnesota Timberwolves by a score of 63-50. to Second quarter action in the Bay Area. Golden State Warriors trailing at home to the Toronto Raptors. Raptors up 8 at 39-31. to Everything else is a final. The Utah Jazz getting the win over the Miami Heat. Uh, 111-81. The Jazz getting 21 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists from Donovan Mitchell. The Charlotte Hornets win at home over the Detroit Pistons, 108-107. to Kimball Walker, 31 points, 8 rebounds, and 9 assists. 2 rebounds and 1 assist shy of a triple-double. The Cavs get the win at home over the New York Knicks, 113-106. to Bucks lose at Indiana Pacers, 113-97 over the Bucks. The Nets... Really surprising that they go into Philadelphia and defeat the 76ers. Joel Embiid with 33 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists in the loss. Nets win by 3, 127 to 124 in overtime. Celtics win on the road at Washington, 130 to 125. The Grizzlies defeat the Portland Trailblazers, 92 to 83. Pelicans win in New Orleans over OKC, 118 to 114. And the Dallas Mavericks defeat the Atlanta Hawks in Dallas, 114 to 107. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Greg and Mark will be talking with. 
TJ Haas. Your final from Provo. BYU gets the win 85-66, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. TJ into a three left side. Good. Oh, man, alive. What a shot from TJ Haas. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Right time now for our Sport Court courtside interview. After BYU's 85-66 win over the Portland State Vikings, TJ Haas with a career-high 30 points. Joining us now here at the Marriott Center. Teach, congratulations on the big night, big win. Thank you. Yeah, it was a fun night for me. Uh, were you aware that 30 was a new high for you when you left the floor, or at what point did that become a realization for you? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't hit 30 yet in my career, so that was that was fun for me tonight. Uh, I felt like I had a lot of open good looks and um, knocked down a few of them. Nice round number to get to, and I guess there's kind of a rule now that somebody's got to score 30 or more every game for you guys. <laughs> I guess so, but, I, you know, I feel like right now our offense is, is really sharing the ball really well. Uh, we're being really unselfish and making the extra pass, and um, and so, you know, we're getting guys good looks and uh, knocking down a few shots. When you shoot around before the game and, and Yoli Childs is uh, sitting on the side and not dressed and not I- in a uniform, uh, what are your thoughts and what did you think he'd be able to give you and then what he gave you tonight? Um, yeah, you know, that that's always rough when someone's under the weather, um, but... Yoli's tough, and I knew he was going to come out and, you know, give us good minutes. And, you know, I thought for for what he had tonight, I thought he did a great job and, and battled. Well, congratulations, DJ. Just a phenomenal game. You've been playing great basketball. You know, one of the challenges, I think, college basketball is from one game to the other, it, it can be completely different style. I mean, Utah will slow you down, grind you out. And now you got full court press this whole game. What was the kind of the preparation knowing you're going to play the Vikings the way they they play what was the kind of the, the difference in the, the the preparation for this particular game yeah you know it it really was a very different game you know a team that presses for 40 minutes you don't see too many of those teams um but you know we we all we talk about attacking presses and um and we, we had we talked about having a good balance uh before our game you know when you get the ball not always shooting a shot driving kicking um, you know, making the extra pass, you know, having a good balance is um, is a good way to, to attack that press, and I thought we did that tonight. Well, BYU was up a 13 at halftime, and then you go on a nice little run to go up 18. That kind of turned the Portland State on a little bit, and uh, w- when they did go down uh, by 18, it was a big run they went on, and uh, before you know it, it's a seven-point game, and leads down to seven, and then in the span of less than a minute, 56 seconds, it goes from a seven-point lead to a 13-point lead as you make back-to-back threes. Two of the biggest shots of the night. They must have felt good to you the minute you took them. Yeah, for sure. And like, like I said, uh, you know, I think on that second three, Jashir, he, he drove baseline and um, threw it to the top and then uh, made the extra pass. And so uh, the, ball, the ball found me at the end, uh, but that could have been anyone. I, I thought we just made the extra pass and, and got open shots and, uh, sure, sure got that steal after that first three, and so there, there are many pieces to that thing, and uh, and we all did it together. You're now 12 for your last 20, by the way, from the three-point line. Uh, do you figure it was just a matter of time for you and the team, really, to when more of those shots started dropping? Yeah, you know, I I feel like I'm shooting the ball with with confidence right now, and uh, you know, this team we're we're gonna keep shooting good shots, and uh, I'm very confident in this team. Um, that we can make shots beyond the arc, um, and I think we're going to keep getting better and better every game. TJ, you've had an illustrious career, but have you ever scored 
seven points in one possession. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's ever happened for me. But you had four the last last game, and then you get four seven point play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that start of a Dalt. Dalt got a, a huge uh, um, hustle play right there, and drew the charge, right? Drew the charge, and then then they got the t the two tees. Yeah, two tees. We thought it was one, and all of a sudden it was two, and so it was four free throws for you. Made them all, mm-hmm. and then possession. And the three-point play at the other end. Yeah, no. But that all started with Dalt, and that's the stuff that goes unnoticed. So Dalt's, Dalt's a dog, a big-time hustle player, and um, he, he makes those kind of plays all the time. And at some point in uh, in, in the uh, American vernacular, being a dog went from a bad thing to a good thing, <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. And Dalt's a dog. All right. Okay. TJ Haas is with us. We'll take a break. More of our sport court courtside interview with TJ coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars shoot a shade under 48% tonight in defeating Portland State by a score of 85-66. to 66, Career-high 30 points for our sport court courtside guest, T.J. Haas. T.J., you guys have followed a three-game slide with a three-game win streak. If you had to kind of boil it down to just one or two things that have been consistent in winning three in a row, what would you say? Uh, I'd say energy and passion. Uh, I felt like uh, at the Weber State game, you know, we, we didn't have that. It just kind of felt flat all night. And um, So you proved that you can be flat while scoring 103 points. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> a lot of possessions that game, but, you know, I, I didn't – we didn't play well on the defensive end, and we were very flat. But, you know, I felt like in, in practice we've we've improved a lot with our energy um, and emotion, and um, we're trying to build good habits that way. And I feel like in the game that's, that's translating very well, um, and we're playing with a lot of energy right now. Not to point out the negative, but you're 0-3 on true away games. You're going to have four or five true away games and a neutral court in a, in a team's hometown. Why do you think this team might be better positioned for this road trip now than maybe a couple weeks ago? Uh, you know, I, I feel like we're playing very confident right now. And, and like I said, I, I feel like we have great energy and emotion. And I feel like the bench is more into our games. And, uh, you know, I feel like we're just we're playing harder. And I feel like we're in a great spot um, mentally heading into this game. So hopefully we can come out tough right from the start. BYU's leaders in plus minus tonight were yourself and Nick Emery. And I think it, it just felt right, Mark, to see a TJ and Nick playing as well as they did and together tonight for as long as they did on the floor. And there's Nick at the end of the night uh, with a with six assists, game high, six assists, one off a career high. Yeah, it, it is it is so fun playing with Nick. He's such an unselfish guy. Uh, he's, he's looking to make the extra pass. He's looking to make that hustle play. Um, plays very hard on the defensive end. And, you know, I've been playing with him since first grade, so... <laughs> Uh, it's fun having him back out there with me, and uh, he's a great teammate. There was a stage of the game tonight was delayed a little bit as you uh, bent down to look like maybe just maybe tie a shoe or put a shoe back on, and then the thought was, well, did he also roll an ankle, get hurt, and the answer to that is? Just got a flat tire, and uh, I tied way too many knots in my shoes, so I really didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to untie that shoe. So I was trying to get my shoe back on. It wasn't working, so I had to untie it and retie it, and that took a minute. Everything else was working for T.J. Haas tonight. Nine of 15 shooting, five of 10 from three, seven of nine from the free throw line. The rare seven-point possession by one guy. He had it all tonight on the way to a career high. 30 points. More importantly, BYU winner, 85-66. TJ, nicely done. We will see you in Las Vegas. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. All right, that's TJ Haas. And that is our Sport Court Courtside interview. 
been brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Coach Dave Rose next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Dave Rose. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, to back courtside here at the Marriott Center, BYU 85, Portland State 66, our final. Dave Rose is forthcoming, but in the interim, let's hear from Barrett Peary, Portland State's head coach, after his team falls by 19 here at the Marriott Center. You know, I thought BYU did a great job of hitting shots when they needed to. You know, we tried to get them on the ropes a couple of times. Uh, their zone hurt us, slowed us down. Uh, I thought we were feeling pretty good versus their man, but their zone hurt us. It slowed us down. Uh, but we had opportunities and didn't take advantage of it, but give them a lot of credit. Tremendous home court, and they play very well at home. Obviously, TJ had a great game for them and hit big shots when they really need them. Um, and we were aware of that, but, you know, you can only take so many things away. Yoli's coming off three 30-point games. We did a good job on him, but we need, needed to do better. And you mentioned this. Um, TJ ended up with 30 points. So how did you guys try to adjust to TJ in the middle of the game? You know... We just lost him on rotations a few times, and then he, he's he's a great shooter. We've seen him since he was a little guy, and so uh, we know he's going to hit those shots, but they did a good job moving the ball and making us scramble a little bit. we got to do a better job. And you guys pressed the whole time, which is pretty unique. Did you get the turnovers that you wanted? Or? No, we only turned him over, uh, what, 12 times. we got to do a better job with that. You know, I was very pleased. We got 28 offensive rebounds, which is a monster number. So we were very good on the glass at 56 to 32. But then when it was time to make them pay, we didn't make them pay. But as you can see, the, the glass was very good to us, but we didn't make them pay. And headed into this game, was rebounding something that you guys are focusing on? Yeah, that's what we do. We're really big on the offensive glass, especially we lead the nation in that. And so 28 is a big number for us. But, you know, they obviously found a way to get holes in us. And like I said, I think every time we felt like we could make a dent in what they were doing, TJ hit a big shot. And you guys, you guys had 34 bench points tonight, so who played well for you there? You know, I, you know, we expect our bench to play well. We play 10 or 11 guys, but, um, you know, let me evaluate it here. Let me see. Sal had 12 points off the bench. Um, who else did a good job? Rashad Goolsby did a good job with eight. All right, there it is, uh, Barrett Peary, head coach of the Portland State Vikings, with a few thoughts. Thanks to uh, intern Lindsey Peterson for grabbing those remarks a short time ago. Joined now by the head coach, the Cougars, Dave Rose, BYU 85, and Portland State 66. And uh, Coach Rose, congratulations on the uh, on the win against a team that uh, gave you a lot of what you thought they would give you. Yeah, they did, and, and it's uh, you know everybody will <clears throat> kind of look at the uh, the score at the end of the game in 85-66 and think maybe it was kind of just a cakewalk, but. Uh, <laughs> It was a it was a real challenge, and we had a couple things that were really important for us. We talked about it on the pregame show that we we didn't want to let these guys get you know up into the teens as far as uh, turning us over. They turn teams over 20 times a game at least. They've had some teams that they turned over in the 30s and in the 40s, that, in, that, in the 40s, <laughs> and, and that was a big a big priority for us. And and we adjusted our lineup to, towards that, played a little bit smaller, um, and we had uh, you know guys in. Uh, they could, you know, really handle the ball, pass the ball, dribble the ball, um, and supposedly shoot the ball. But we're still have, still struggling with uh, coming right out of the shoots and 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 trying to make threes. We got the shots we wanted. I thought the important thing on offense was to have balance 
And after we missed quite a few threes, we started to drive the ball and maybe overdrove it a few times. I mean, you have to be able to take advantage of those shots. And we really thought that that's what we'd end up because we thought with the lineup we had that we would be able to handle the, the front end of that press. And it was just a, a, you know, a matter of being able to finish. But So we handled the, the turnover situation. But... Uh, you know the, the the rebounds, offensive rebounds. They just had our, had their way with us, and and you know it was interesting because a lot of those rebounds we were in position and we actually got the ball and then they knocked it away and knocked it away before we actually had possession of it and you know had it count as an offensive rebound and turn into a a turnover. But that's a, another basically really important part of their press is how they take that ball from you um, in in those offensive uh, um, you know defensive rebounds opportunities for us and so. Um, they had 12 at halftime and ended up with 16 in the second half. You know, it's not very often you see a team out-rebound uh, an opponent by 24, some points like that in the games, you know, a 20-point game. It's, yep. uh, but we did handle the turnovers, and those turnovers are what usually lead, lead to, to live, you know, baskets, just where it's really hard to uh, – uh, to defend those, and when you when you look at uh, I think the the second chance points they had 23, and you know with 28 offensive rebounds and only 23 points, you know if we'd have turned the ball over 28 times, I think they had a lot more points from that. So uh, unique style, and Barrett does a great job with it. His guys are really determined. They're as good in the first four minutes as they are in the last four minutes. It's it's, it, it's steady throughout the whole game. We got a couple leads during the game. And they broke into it uh, with a couple of runs. But I, li- I really like the balance of our team offensively. I thought we shared it. Um, good thing for Tej because he hit a few few threes. If we don't have those five threes, I think we're two for 16 or something like that. And and so that's a, a, a good, uh, you know, to have a guy lead out like that. And we just need some guys to and, – and those were the shots we wanted. We, we just have to – you have to shoot those kind of shots when you uh, – um, when you break the press like we did, we just got to be able to convert them. Yeah, two for 11 without TJ, not two. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he missed five. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, most teams will have some kind of pressure and throw at you from time to time, but like you said, very unique to have. I mean, these guys would press off a missed shot and missed free throws. I mean, it was uh, nonstop. Maybe uh, maybe like playing Air Force in football. I don't know what the, res- what the comparison would be, but how much time do you spend just normally working against pressure and uh, – uh, what do you when you face a team like that? I mean, obviously they give up some things when they want to put that kind of pressure. And what are you trying to to make make them pay for what they're doing? Well, sometimes you, you see the pressure on a team and and they don't really stick with it if you break it quick. And so we we don't spend too much time on it. But you know it was pretty obvious. You know after that game Saturday, uh, you know up at uh, in Salt Lake, and then we start jump right on to Portland State that this is a team where the press is their staple. It's their core. It's what they do, and they're not going to get out of it. And so then, you know, the last two practices, Monday and Tuesday, you know, we had two 12-, 15-minute segments just on full-court press, half-court press, uh, trapping out of uh, man-to-man and trying to get our scout team to simulate their rotations, and we played against that, and that's a little bit, um, a, a little bit uh, out of the ordinary for us in, in, in preparing for teams, but uh, we really felt like it was necessary, and, and it helped out because we, you know, we, we handled that turnover thing pretty well. Well, Coach, you now know you've got uh, two guys capable of going for 30 on any given night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, T's played a, good, a great floor game, and I, I'm, uh, I think that, uh, you know, this was 
one of those games where there was going to be a lot of space out there for him to, to operate in, and that's when he's really good, you know. And I thought I thought Shear did a great job of uh, of attacking their penetration. He didn't finish, you know, at the rim like he's really capable of doing. But uh, uh, and then Nick came in and, and gave us great energy. And, and Nick's got a unique way of of being able to pass through a press with his ability to snap that thing from one side of the floor to the other and uh, and then create space that way. Yeah, he made a three, uh, number 176 for his BYU career, but he goes plus 22 in 24 minutes and ends up with those six helpers, just one off a career high. Coach Dave Rose with us. We'll take a break and continue with the coach and conclude his comments after this. BYU 85, Portland State 66-hour final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 85 and Portland State 66 tonight's final. The Cougars go to 8-4 and four on the year. They've won three games in a row. And they now hit the road for the next five away from home. It'll be three non-conference games in the first two games of league. So, yeah, WCC play is just around the corner. As it turns out, time for a look at our big-time performance of the game brought to you by Bank of American Fork. Enjoy a free checking account that can earn big interest with the MyRate checking account from Bank of American Fork. We're going with T.J. Haas, 30 points, career high for T.J. tonight, adding as well three rebounds and five assists and a steal, five for 10 from the arc, seven of nine from the free throw line, and nine of 15 from the field. And uh, when BYU wins games this year, T.J. is shooting right around 60%, 58.8% from the field when BYU wins games, and he's a large part of the reason, Coach, that you are winning games. Yeah, yeah, no question. He's uh, he's had a great, uh, you know, a, a great, you know, three or four game run, and I, I think you know he played really well too at uh, um, in Chicago, well, in Illinois State there, and uh, had a good game in here against Houston, you know. So, you know, he he's becoming a guy that uh, is really con- consistent for us, and someone that you know we need him to uh, to score, and and uh, and he can do it in a lot of different ways. So. Um, I'm happy for the confidence that he's playing with right now. He goes from the rare four-point play against Utah to the much more rare seven-point possession tonight against Portland State. Yeah, that uh, that doesn't happen every day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it's unfortunate. You, you, you hate to see, uh, you know, those th- that happen on, on e- either side. But, uh, you know, frustration, uh, sometimes you're dealing with these, these kids and their emotions. And uh, um, it's... You know, it's something that you don't want to see as a coach on either side, but you'd much rather see it on their side than your side, that's for sure. Played a lot of zone tonight. I thought it was very effective. I I particularly like how TJ and Nick kind of worked the top of that zone. I thought it was very disruptive. And what what, uh, goes into your decision? When when am I going to play zone? And, you know, what, what are you trying to accomplish when you go to a zone? Well, in tonight's case, it's uh, it was pretty obvious we needed to go to the zone because in the first eight or ten minutes when we were playing man, they were, they were just driving us and getting in the gaps, and they would work the ball from side to side and then get an opportunity to, to maybe screen that top guy and, and come through, but they were getting way too deep in the key with their penetration. And so uh, we felt like we could, uh, you know, we could shore things up as far as the penetration was concerned. Uh, by that zone, but then that left a couple of real issues. One, it's harder to rebound out of a zone, especially when you play smaller guys. Um, and so we, we you, you know, you give up some things. But what we didn't want to give up is we didn't want to turn the ball over and we didn't want to let them drive into the key all night long. And so that's mainly the reason. I think sometimes we have zone in our game plan uh, uh, for certain 
times during a game or certain t- situations, you know, uh, this team was not a great three-point shooting team, and so you feel a little bit more comfortable um, playing zone. But uh, tonight it was just more of a just a real necessity uh, to make sure that we can match up with their athleticism and, and how they went after us. You know, we we, we tried to play a, a little more zone at Weaver, but we couldn't get to their shooters. And they were shooting the ball so well in the second half, but that's what Weaver did to us. They drove us really, really hard. And that big sky, you know, it's a really – it's an athletic – uh, they got good guards, and they, you know, can really, you know, put the ball on the floor and punish you at the rim in those gaps. And so, um, I thought we did a much better job tonight of it. As we get close to wrapping up our uh, BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show, it's off to Las Vegas now. You're in Vegas all the time, but not to play UNLV, and you get UNLV for the first time in almost eight years. Your last time playing the Rebels down there was a pretty good memory. That was at Thomas and Mac. You'll be at T-Mobile Arena on Saturday evening, and. Uh, Portland State, number two nationally in offensive rebound percentage. UNLV, number three. They go, <laughs> they go about it differently in how they play, but the challenge on the glass is similar. Uh, absolutely, and this is probably a bigger, stronger, more athletic version of this team. They're not going to extend their defense like um, you know these guys did here tonight, but when they shoot it, it's on. They're going to go get it, and uh, you know we've got to do a, a really good job of – a much, much better job of getting bodies on people and then securing the ball once we actually – you know, have a, a beat on it and, and get our hands on it. So good learning film from today for Saturday, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. And and, and I, I think that, uh, you know, they're, they're getting a lot better. They started off with a tough loss at home uh, their season, but they just went to Illinois and played a, a two- or three-point game, and um, they got to come home with a lot of confidence from that. They, they don't play a midweek game, so they have all week to prepare for us. And, um, you know, our, our guys have got a lot going on here in the next 10 days or so. we got finals. Yeah. It's time to uh, to really buckle down and finish this semester academically. And uh, but this is a you know this is this is an important game for us, and I think one where we can get a real benchmark of, of of where we are against this type of group. All right, BYU and UNLV Saturday evening in T-Mobile Arena, big time venue there, and a doubleheader day as the St. Mary's and LSU will play right after you. Yeah, and that will give us an opportunity to see St. Mary's up close, which uh, we'll play in. Right around a corner once when the the new year starts. It's coming, yep. All right, congrats again today. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Coach Dave Rose. We'll come back and say so long after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Behind the new career high, 30 points from T.J. Haas. Tyson J. BYU defeats Portland State 85-66. Cougars have won three in a row after losing three straight and eight and four. BYU now hits the road to take on UNLV at T-Mobile Arena, part of the Neon Hoops Showcase. And it'll be BYU and UNLV at uh, 530 Pacific, 630 Mountain on Saturday. So our pregame will start at 530 Mountain and get you to the 6.30 tip, Mountain Time, BYU and UNLV, followed by St. Mary's and LSU. That'll tip closer to uh, 9 o'clock Mountain Time, by the way. And as Coach Rose notes, a good chance to scout the Gales, who BYU will see in not too uh, distant a time. In fact, uh, BYU will be at St. Mary's on January 5th, so just a few weeks away as league play gets underway. As for tonight, BYU goes almost wire to wire. They were tied one time, 4-4, but never trailed in taking care of the Vikings, who fall to 5-4 tonight. Thanks, everyone out there in Cougar Nation, for tuning us in. Thanks to our crew at BYU Radio, our control board operator, Nathan Israelson, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our broadcast interns, Blake McMullen, and Tess Anderson, along with our studio host, of course, Jason Shepard. Thanks as well to Sean O'Neill, Sean Fay, Don Shaline, and everybody else over at BYU Broadcasting and BYU Radio. Courtside, 
Our appreciation to intern Lindsey Peterson for both working stats and getting our post-game interview with Coach Barrett Peary of Portland State. Appreciation always to Coach Dave Rose for joining us after the game and tonight to the sport court courtside interview subject and player of the game this evening, T.J. Haas. Appreciate Kyle Chilton and the entire BYU basketball media relations staff, Jenny Wheeler and others, everyone helping us do the best job we can to get the broadcast to you. And again, we hope you enjoyed it. BYU 85 and Portland State 66, our final score. We'll next talk to you from Las Vegas on Saturday night, the first of five straight games away from the Marriott Center for BYU. We're next back here in 29 days for Portland. As for tonight, it was Portland State, and BYU is a winner. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. The new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.